welcome to the Sinner and the Saint. I'm Melissa Bell. And I'm Alison Kane. Oh, hello. Hello, my dear. <laughs> We've had so much fun lately. We've had some fun events. We have. Wow. It's nice to sort of be able to tie up this year with a bow and take a little time off. Yeah. Over the holidays, if you can call that taking time off. Yeah, I don't think we'll stop recording, but we just won't mm-hmm. be speaking. Right. The events. I'm looking um, forward to it. Today we're talking about lost things. Lost. Huh. Ever lost anything? Does it count if I'm lost? Like yeah. a lot? Yes. yes, it does. So funny story, or maybe not to y'all. Maybe y'all never lose things. Um, but most recently, in the past month, our son lost his one and only car key. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that happened. Um, it did. And we gave it a while and we all looked everywhere and his friends were looking everywhere. Um, but then we had to have his car totally rekeyed. And uh, so the if we ever found the old key, you know, like it wouldn't work and all this stuff and whatever. So we finally did that, got the key, thanks to my amazing husband. And then that night... Our son comes down. He's like, oh, I hate to even tell y'all this. No. But I found my key. Stop. <laughs> after after all that? Yes. Everyone's looked. Your husband's had to jump through days. a million hoops. Yes. And it was days. What, did, he, did he put it where it's supposed to be, maybe? He said, and I, I, found, I was like, where was it? Right. I mean, we didn't <laughs> even think it was in the house. He said, it was in my, in my um, nightstand, in the drawer of my nightstand. And I swear I looked there three or four times. Oh, I want to be like, what is wrong with you? But I do that a lot. <laughs> we were like, well, it's done now. He's like, what do I do with it? And we were like, well, you got to throw it away because it doesn't work. But oh, gosh. Whatever, he found it. But, you know, he did look and we just thought, what in the world? You but- should probably take that key and wrap it up for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And like, this is a reminder to always look thoroughly or look twice or... <laughs> he felt so I don't terrible. know. That could be a really funny family tradition. It could. Well, just a few weeks later, I lost a bracelet that Matt had given me one um, for my birthday or Christmas or something. But anyway, and I looked and looked and looked where I put my bracelets and looked three times. And even Matt looked and we didn't see it. And then the next day it was there. Oh, that's weird. So, I know. And I mean, I was obviously there the whole time. So, we have, I was like, gosh, Cully must be spreading. (laughs) Or maybe you have a ghost. That's what I said. I said, I think we just have a ghost that's moving things around. I yeah. think that we're all sane. Um, oh, well, and- I wouldn't go that far, but I mean. <laughs> exactly. So sometimes we lose things. And sometimes we are really, really looking for things. And they're right in front of us. And we still don't see them. But anyway. Oh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're going to Luke 15 today. Let's go to Luke. That like chapter Luke. is all about lost things. Huh, that's probably Three why I like it. stories of lost things. I love it. I noticed um, that. So you've got in this order, and like the first few ch- uh, verses, you've got the lost sheep. Oh, that we love steps the lost away. Sheep. I know. There's more joy in heaven over one sinner's rescue, one sinner's rescued life, than over ninety-nine good people. In no need of rescue. And this is, you know, we often hear this one. Like, God will leave the 99 to go find the one. Then, in verses 8 through 10, you've got a lost coin. This woman loses her. She has 10 coins, and she loses one. 
and she's looking all over for it. Anyway, then 11 through 32, you've got the lost son. So you go from an animal to a coin to a son. All three are lost, but they're kind of lost in different ways if you dig in and look closely. thought we could talk about that. Today. I think it's a great idea because you probably did some digging. I did do digging. I like it. <laughs> Teach me a lesson, oh okay. wise one. <laughs> That's always scary. <laughs> all right, so the sheep. Think about the sheep. You've okay. got... This cute little sheep, and if you've ever heard, like, sermons and messages about sheep, like, they're not the smartest animal in the kingdom. Um, <laughs> it's what they say. There's lots of cool things about sheeps and shepherds, but sheep themselves just aren't super smart. And so he just wanders off. I mean, he's got, like, a 100 peeps. He's with all his buddies, and he's safe, and he's got the shepherd, and he wanders off just out of stupidity. And Maybe know, it's naivety. Maybe. I'm imagining the little kid that, like, gets lost in the mall because there's just so much going on. Yeah, squirrel. Maybe he actually did chase an actual squirrel. Right. Or he smelled some lady cooking an apple pie or whatever. (laughs) I don't know. Oh, boy. Um, So the sheep wanders off. The coin, though, the coin doesn't lose itself. (laughs) The coin can't do that. Right. The lady loses the coin. Oh. So... I figure that's another way that we also get lost. Sometimes we, like the sheep, just kind of lose it for a minute or get a squirrel moment and wander off. But other times we're like the coin that we don't actually lose ourselves. Someone else kind of create, not that we're trying to push all the blame, blame. we're not saying that, but we get bad examples like our parents or families or friends don't set a good example And so we can kind of follow that road and we get lost. Or maybe you follow the advice of a trusted friend or leader that you go to and that you're expecting one thing from and they sort of lead you astray. Because you didn't go to the Bible where you should go, where the truth is. And sometimes our trusted advisors get lost. And if you don't know that they've they've gotten a little off the side road there mm-hmm. the next thing you know you both are lost wondering how to get back that's exactly right <laughs> that is so good you know i imagine those not that i would ever have any experience with this but you know teenagers back in high school or whatever maybe some people steal street signs with their names on it or <laughs> you know like kids will Take, don't, please, no one should do this. Like, it's not Don't try safe. this at home. Don't ever do this. Or, you know, like you think of somebody going out and switching the one-way sign. Right. On a road. You know, so you think you're following the sign. You're, you're going the one way, but somebody has, like, snuck in there overnight and turned the sign the wrong way. But and you don't know because you've never been there. And it's like, oops. Next thing you know, you're in oncoming traffic. That's right. Next thing you know, you're lost. Like that coin. Or the third one, you've got this prodigal son, which many of you, we're not, that's like a whole podcast. But um, in this story, it's basically just rebellion, selfishness, um, self-centered, like, I just want to have fun, you know? Oh, I know. Rebelling against (laughs) expectations of what you're supposed, like, you're supposed to stay and you're supposed to do this. And he wants his inheritance early. And he wants it now, and he wants to go out, he wants to live his life and party and do all the things and find happiness. And so sometimes it's just out of complete rebellion. So I'm just going to go out on a ledge here. 
and say prodigal son was probably between the ages of 18 and 25. Just saying. Yeah, it might have even started earlier back then. Yeah. Like, you know, know, because that's the age where you already know. Oh. Because I knew a lot when I was 20. Oh. And 18 and 16. Yeah. Not only did I know it, I knew it for you too. Oh, absolutely. Mine might have started earlier, like around 15. (laughs) Yeah. And the wisest people, remember you were saying your trusted advisors? Yes. Suddenly the trusted advisors were the dumbest people that I had ever met. Right. Like, what? Were you guys born under a rock? Where have you been? That's so true. You're oh. like our little brains get warped for a minute. Right, for a minute. <laughs> Somebody switched the sun in that brain. <laughs> for a minute or a decade. I don't know. Exactly. I blame it on brains not being fully developed. Yeah. We're like colorblind. The red flags are now black and white checker flags. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Anybody else experience that personally? Well, I think we always, as humans and little earthly people in our flesh, I don't even know, like, whatever sinful people there's so many ways we can describe ourselves down here imperfect beings i like that that's a nice yeah because we all tidy way of calling it yeah so we always think about like how did they get lost why did they go that direction you know why did they turn away from god we often get so caught up in the how could that have happened how could they have done that why would they do that but god he doesn't seem to care about how you get lost. He just wants to make sure you're found. Oh, girl. So he, I mean, that's what these stories show. Like he, you know, like the son goes out and he does his thing. The coin gets lost. The sheep goes out. It doesn't matter in what situation they've gotten lost. God just wants to bring them home always. And bring them back into his love and safety. Yeah. You know, I'm just thinking right now from a parent's perspective, you can just let it go now. Release Mm -hmm. all the guilt. Because we could, you know, question every single thing we had done from the time our children were born until today. Right. And go, oh gosh. It was because I didn't give them organic macaroni and cheese. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. If it wasn't for all those preservatives and that red food dye. If I had just forced them to go to church or, right. you know, when they were teenagers yes. and rebelling in middle school. Right. If I had just made them go to church camp or made them volunteer or go on that mission trip or been home with them more. Yeah. You know, and not worked my job, even though we needed to pay for the food or whatever. We can go down a million rabbit holes. Right. Yeah. But y'all, if God's not worried about it, don't worry about it. And I mean, I think that there's so many beautiful things about this. You know, the not, it. God doesn't care the how and the why. He is always going to be seeking after us our children, our loved ones, our friends, our family, the people that you've been praying for forever to find the Lord, he is seeking them. And your prayers are definitely helping for sure. Don't stop praying. Right. But that's how deep his love goes. Like no matter how we become lost, 
whether it's us or someone else, this careless wandering, someone else's carelessness that we just kind of get stuck following or our own rebellion, we're all treated the same way by God. We are loved the same amount and we are all celebrated when we return. I love that. Also, I want to hear, I kind of want to say this. If you're on the fence about something and you're 99% sure that's a bad idea, this is not a hall pass. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Absolutely. Like there's a difference when your intention and where your heart is when you do something because there are still consequences. Mm -hmm. There are. And, you know, I think another aspect we can use it as an excuse. Absolutely. And then we can, to do something wrong, we can also use our, you know, carelessness and our stepping away as an excuse not to return to God out of fear that we've done too much. I mean, you think about the prodigal son, um, like he had done, spent all the money, wasted, not wasted all the money, had nothing and had to like come back disheveled and humble himself. And I mean, his dad's arms were wide open and he was celebrated just as much as the other son who had stayed and done the right thing. And I mean, I just love this scripture. It says there's more joy in heaven over one sinner's rescued life than over 99 good people in no need of rescue. And that might make you feel like, well, I've been good. You know, might be the other brother. But I, I just want us to say, like, how do you view yourself today? Do you feel like you're too far gone? That's like your sin was way too bad. Like there's no way God's still chasing after you. How do you view yourself? Or do you view yourself like, you know what? I've been really good. And they haven't been. And I think it's terrible that God doesn't celebrate me. (laughs) Right. Or I'm angry that God allows them in too. And I've been so good. Yes. The jealousy almost. Which we saw in the... You see in the prodigal son story with the other brother. It's like, yeah, you can come in, but you got to sit on the back porch. Right. You're going to have food out there. Right. <laughs> you're not coming at the table. Or you're going to have to pay your dues. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're going to have to work your way back into my good graces because that's how we respond often. I was just thinking that. like, So expect that same pos- posture from God. Right. And I'm just sitting there thinking, you know, I've talked to a lot of people whose family members are, you know, just off yeah, on their own adventure is what I like to call it. That's good. You know, they're off on their own adventure and we're already planning when this adventure brings them back here. Mm. Are you going to be like God is with you? I hope so. Sometimes it's harder, right? Right. Or are you going to go, how'd that work out for you? I told you, told you, told you. We always say, I'll never say, I told you so. (laughs) But your actions might say that. Or you say, well, I'm not going to say, I told you so. But, but," which basically you just said, I told you so. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So the two questions today are really, how do you view yourself? And then how do you view other sinners? Mm. Uh, BT dubs, we're all in that category. <laughs> so we got to lump them in because we're all equals. Right. When it comes to sinning, we're all equals. We are all equals. We're all in there. And we may have gotten there in a different way, you know, 
again, going back to the stories of the lost things with the sheep, the coin, the son, we could have gotten there in different ways, but God is still seeking everyone the same. Mm. We're all equals in that sinning department. So I think for me, there was a time when I definitely, well, way before I really got to know God, I felt like he was just wanted nothing to do with me. Right, yeah. because I had just way too far gone, and and probably from the people that I had encountered from the Christian world, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was a time where I felt like, you know, have you ever seen seen the the winded runner? You know, like yeah. they're like on the side. <gasps> I feel like that was Jesus. Like, girl, come on, hang on. A second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, this I'm, is one adventure, right? We're, I'm a little tired, girl. Um, but we all know that's not true. Um, and now I think I'm just really working on my heart to mm-hmm. make sure that I am not just saying, you know, I'm going to love you like Jesus, but making sure every inch of me is loving like Jesus. You yes, know what I mean? I do. Every nook and cranny and crease and crevice. And it's hard and we can't do it without him. And I'm going to be honest with you. It is not the popular way. No. I will probably throw some people under the bus here when I say this, um, and I'm sure it's me sometimes. We say, oh, Jesus loves everybody. Mm -hmm. But then when everybody shows up, are we really loving? Mm -hmm. Are we really being engaging? Or are we feeling... Lovingly judging? Right. (laughs) We're going to lovingly judge you. Um, so that's really what comes to mind and that's what I've been working on and mm-hmm. personally, like how can I make sure that, you know, and even my actions might do it, but there are people that can feel your soul when yes. they're next to you. That's true. So. It is true. You know, I, I want to go back to what you said. You said it was hard for me to believe that God wanted, um, me around or that he was chasing after me because of, I think the actions of what, how other people had treated you Uh that were Christ followers. And so for me, interestingly enough, which just proves the point that Satan will use whatever you've got. Right. For me, I grew up in the church, knew God, knew all the things. Uh, I had never treated, had church people treat me badly. They had been the best people in my life, but mine was like, I didn't feel like I was worthy of God to chase after me because of my guilt, my own, because I should have known better. I should have done better. I already knew what I should have done and I chose not to do it. I was the dumb sheep and the, and the rebellious son. Right. So it's like you, I chose that. But then these verses, no matter what angle we're coming from. Right. And that's the beauty of how Jesus, you know, shared these three different stories of loss. Like, I don't want to leave anybody out. Right. I'm showing you, however, bam, 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 back to back in um, Luke 15. It doesn't matter how you get lost. If you chose it, if you didn't choose it, if you stumbled into it, if you got lost, I don't care how, I love you the same. I'm going to celebrate you. I'm never going to quit looking for you, chasing after you. I will leave all these other people Mm -hmm. behind who I know are in a good spot to come and find you, even if it's just one of you, Mm. if you are lost. I will come and find you. That is how deep my love runs for you. Oh, I love it. And and what an amazing... 
reminder as we approach Christmas and Jesus, his birth and all of that, that he is here to always seek us and find us. Yeah. And you know, the enemy just lies and lies and gets in the little nooks and crannies that I'm trying to dig him out of. And so where's the enemy lying to you right now? What lie are you believing? Yes. How are you viewing yourself? Mm. And then what, you know, bolster the, that up with truth from the word of God. Go read these parables that he, Jesus tells in Luke 15 mm. and sit with them. Do one a day, like, yeah. because, and just let it sink in. And then there might be one that, you, that just really resonates with you that you just need to journal and write a poem about or draw a picture. Or, I don't know, but help it sink in. And then also as you're doing that, just let, ask God to show you uh-huh. who are the people in my life? Like, how am I viewing these other sinners in my life? Because we're all in that category. Right. How am I viewing? How am I loving these other people? Because we're all equals in that department. Love it. Oh, gosh, I love some Jesus. Thanks, a wise one, for the yeah. lesson today. Oh, thanks for joining <laughs> us this week on The Center and the Saint.